Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Uh, it's Jen. Welcome to podcast number 11. We are live in the Grace-Filled and Graceful community over on Facebook. And if you'd like to be a part of that community, be sure that you click on the link in the show notes of this podcast and you can uh, get access to that. Today, we're going to be talking about something I think it's I think it's a brilliant sentence. I think it's a, a brilliant thought. And a lot of times, the most simple is the most brilliant. Would you not agree? This sentence just grabbed me. I thought, oh my goodness, this is what I need to talk about. So today we're going to be covering in podcast 11, complexity always fails. We'll get started uh, today with um, some fun dates that are going to be coming up this next week. Today, uh, when you listen to the podcast on whatever you listen podcasts on, it's going to be December 17th. And so this week, I wanted to just to celebrate some of the fun holidays coming up. It's a great way for you to have conversations with people as you're getting to know them. Maybe you're going to be in situations where you don't know a ton of people this week at parties and stuff. It's fun. These are some of the, the holidays that we're celebrating here in America and from the 17th to the 24th of December. So here we go. There's a ton of them. I'm, I'm only listening, listening to super fun ones. Okay, the first, December 17th, National Maple Syrup Day. December 17th, National Maple Syrup Day. Uh, I have a whole long history with maple syrup, and maybe one day I can get into that story. Uh, the next thing, December 17th, Ugly Sweater Day. Uh, now it's a thing, like an ugly sweater party. And now I was at Walmart the other day. They have dresses made of ugly sweaters. <laughs> They're bringing it to a whole new level. December 18th, answer the telephone like Buddy the Elf Day. I watched Elf with my kiddos the first time they had seen it this past weekend. Buddy the Elf in the movie Elf, Will Ferrell, uh, he answered the phone. Um, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? And so that is December 18th. We're supposed to answer the phone like Buddy the Elf. Elf. Uh, December 18th is Bake Cookies Day. Well, yeah, uh, that's important. My mother-in-law just sent uh, her round. She does Christmas cookies every year. So I just got a big box and I'm trying to think of um, if I hide them in my office, I can pull them out last minute and be like, look at she only sent this much this year. <laughs> okay, moving on, December 19th. It's all about sugar this month, seriously. National Hard Candy Day. Oh, this is healthy. National Oatmeal Muffin Day. It's also Look for an Evergreen Day. December 20th, Go Caroling Day. I have actually been caroling. We, in middle school, my friends and I went caroling. I think we did it several years in a row. And December 20th is also National Sangria Day. Uh, and games day. So it's all about um, there's nothing to do and the kids don't have school. So pull down all of those board games that we have in our game closet and play some games. December 20th, Yule. Now that is actually uh, has his historic significance. And I didn't look it up, but I really uh, wish that I did. Here, let's do it right now. It is a festival. There we go. Because you've heard of like the Yule logs. Okay. Yule is a festival historically observed by the Germanic peoples. Uh, scholars have connected the original celebrations of Yule to the wild hunt, the god Odin, and the pagan Anglo-Saxon Madranit. You are listening in Germany. Please correct me on that. 
Later departing from its pagan roots, Yule underwent uh, Christianized Reform- Reformation, resulting in the term Christmas tide. It's also December 21st, the winter solstice. Hello, shortest day of the year. And this is great. Oh my goodness. December 21st, short girl appreciation day. Can I not say thank you? I'm 5'3 and um, shorter than most. National Maine Day. So last, I think it was last podcast, it was maybe it was Alabama Day. And I thought that was really unique. I hadn't seen any other states pop up, but now I am. So National Maine Day, if you know somebody in Maine that needs to hear these uh, podcasts, please forward that to them. You can actually share podcasts uh, just like you can share anything else. So go to your your platform of choice and share the podcast and introduce somebody that you love to our grace-filled and graceful community. Uh, Humbug Day, December 21st, December 22nd, Mathematics Day. I figured I had to throw something logical (laughs) in here. It's also Cookie Exchange Day, which may be the day that I show my children that my mother-in-law said cookies. December 23rd, Christmas Movie Marathon Marathon Day. Also, if you are a fan of the TV show called Seinfeld, December 23rd is also Festivus. 24th is Christmas Eve and Eggnog Day. So happy holidays for the week. And I hope that lends itself to some fun uh, conversation with friends, families, coworkers, people that you're just meeting for the first time. You know, everything that you need to know from this podcast will be in the show notes. Anything that I talk about, any websites I mention, some other things. It's going to be the how to be social with me, all of those different platforms. There's also going to be a way that you can join the Grace-Filled and Graceful community. There's also going to be, and this usually happens a couple weeks after the fact, but I create a blog post specifically about whatever topic we're talking about on the podcast. It's not a transcript. It's more in-depth thought process of the whole idea, and I cover completely different material. I just do it in writing versus in um, in speaking. And so if you want to go a little bit deeper, know a little bit more, have some more expanded thoughts on what we're covering that week, there will always be a link in the show notes. How to get there is housed over at a place called locals.com, and you can enjoy that. I also have a daily clarity post that I post there as well. It's like a mini blog as well in the Gracefield and Graceful community. Um, stay tuned until the very end of the podcast because I have some fun news about where people are tuning in from across the world. I, it's really exciting to me. I kind of get geeked out over it, but let's talk about the idea that complexity always fails. So here, Gracefield and Graceful podcast, we talk about the idea of hustle detox. And we can get into hustle mode. It's so easy. In fact, it's so easy because most of the world is in hustle mode. Most of the world is in a lack mentality. Most of the world is operating from their emotional part of their brain versus their logical part of their brain. And when you're working from emotions, um, it's easy to fall into the trap of operating how everybody else is because it's a place of peace and calm when surrounded by the tornadic behavior of most of the rest of the world, including the, the online marketplace, the place where people are teaching you how to run or how to start or how to grow your online business. I've fallen for it. It's easy to, it's easy to with marketing and social media, things popping up, things grabbing your emotions. I completely understand. So that's why I want to welcome you here to our, our side of the podcast universe that we can actually grow an online business in a way that feels great to your soul. And what I mean by that is it is a non-hustle way 
of taking your God-given gifts, the things that he has assigned you to do, the words that he has assigned you to say, the products that he showed you how to take from idea to execution and get them to the people that he wants to have them. And so in doing that, there's a lot of release, a lot of stress that's lifted off of our shoulders. And I wanted to do this in a way that helps you to enjoy the journey because I spent 20 something years growing a business that was led by emotion. Over the pandemic, we were all able to stop and reassess, right? And this is why I've created this movement. Complexity comes when chaos. Let me just give you a parallel. Okay, a parallel of complexity. We are doing something to build our online business and either it's not growing fast enough for us because we feel like we're in control and we get panicky. And so what do we do? We respond to shiny objects. Now, shiny objects are, I think, nice to look at, but we shouldn't be responding to them at the rate that we do because you're perfectly happy and content working your business in a way that feels great to your soul. You're enjoying every step of the journey. And then you see that somebody did something that you want to do and they are getting great results And it's something you've never done before, but it must be the grass is greener on the other side because they're getting results and you're not where you want to be. So there's a lot of envy there. There's a lot of jealousy there. There's a lot of fear there that you're in the wrong place. You're at the wrong time. You're following the wrong path. You're doing it wrong. Instead of enjoying the journey and being on the path that you know that you're supposed to be on because you've spent time, you've spent quiet time, prayer time. It's the place where your soul feels the most alive and and you feel the most like you. That fear creeps in that we're doing it wrong. So we add this and we add that and we do this. And next thing you know, you're piled in a, a list of to-dos that are doing everything but helping you enjoy the journey. So let me give you some examples. I uh, use Instagram for business. And um, of course, it's, it's a way to build business. If your perfect customer hangs out on Instagram, it's a great place for you to invest a little time. But just like social media is set up, there's probably some scientists that work there, right? Some psychologists, sociologists, their goal is to help to have you spend so much time on the platform because the more time you spend on the platform, the more advertisements you see and the more advertisements you see, the more you may buy things, which helps that particular social media charge more for advertising. And that is how they make money, how the Facebooks and the Instagrams and make money. The more time your eyeballs are on their screen, the more they can charge for advertising space. And so they are doing everything that they can to get you to stay on that platform visually connected to them throughout the day. So for I'm using the example for Instagram. If your customers hang out there and you want to build some kind of a following there, you're going to want to know how to use it, right? To its maximum. There has to be a way to use this tool to bring me the results that I want. So what happens? You start doing searches for Instagram coaches. The next thing you know, you're being told what? 
three or four different ways to build your Instagram based on who's speaking. And then the next thing you know, you feel like I have to post two reels a day in order to get growth because growth is what I need to sell my product. And then the next thing you know, you're putting all of your energy into creating reels and you may enjoy it. You may not enjoy it, but it's another thing on your to-do list. And If your energy is being spent on that, it's not being spent on something else. And then the next thing you know, you don't post anything because you're burned out on the idea of keeping up with two reels a day and 10 stories a day and then networking and then following up in the DMs. And now why do I speak with this? Because that happened to me. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with Instagram. There isn't. There isn't. What I'm getting at is the fact that trying to do something because other people tell you it's what you need to do to be successful without getting quiet and listening to the the one really in charge to our Lord, it's going to add complexity. Now, if you feel most in the flow with reels and now I'm not talking about comfort because anytime you try something new, it's uncomfortable, but it's one of those, it's one of those fine lines you have to walk. And the way you can tell is how your soul feels when you are done doing that particular to do. Another thing is emails. So I've heard, oh my goodness, the most important thing that you can do in business is build an email list because what if social media goes down or what if your social media thing gets canceled or what if, you know, there's what ifs and we want to make sure that we're making smart decisions when it comes to building our business, but we don't want to fall victim to the fear of losing something as a reason to spend a lot of time on something that maybe you weren't called to. Now, if you love it, if this whole thing just gives you joy and light and you wake up to focus on it and you are so pumped and you're getting results and then do it. But if it's confusing and adds complexity and, you know, especially if you're just starting your business and it's you, you're a solopreneur, then how about working on something, spending the time that you have building your business in a way that feels great to your soul? What I am suggesting is to know yourself by spending time with yourself and God and being clear on who it is that you are looking to help and what what pains you're going to alleviate for them and then focusing on how you best serve that group based on who you are getting down to basics remember i offered three spots for kind of a deep dive a, an excavation of sorts on where you are in your business and chances are if you have created a plan and started executing the plan congratulations execution is the most important part the action that you're taking not the results that you're getting but you've probably found distractions. And so this um, this program that I offer, it's a, a short program that we can do on the computer, uh, like a virtual appointment, um, where we could just get down to the, to the, the, the least common denominator, the very bottom, the very most simple part, and clear away all of that brush that has been causing you to be distracted, the complexity because complexity always fails. Okay, here's a new idea. Let's say your product or your service or your course is one that you want to teach people and you're telling them about it. Okay, so you're trying to teach somebody something. The idea is how about it not be complex? I, for years and years and years and years, was in charge 
uh, of training people. The more details, the more people get confused. The, the more steps, the more they easily just like just glaze over. They're just, they're just out. The, the, the more simple of a way that you can create your product service, the faster that you are going to support and encourage uh, those people that God has given you to do so. Let's do a quick kind of rundown of what it is that we can do, what we have access to. If simplicity is the bottom line, let's talk about that. Let's talk about putting 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 your information out there in a way that feels great to your soul and brings you joy. And what is joy going to bring you? Joy is going to bring you that vibration, if you will, that attracting the people that you're supposed to be serving. Simplicity. Simplicity with the bottom line. Who are you? <laughs> so existential. Who are you? This is how simple we can get it down to. What is the culture that you are creating? Like, what are you all about? When somebody's in your space online or in person, what do they what do they feel? I think so much time we focus on the product that we're creating that we don't spend enough time focusing on the feeling that we want to create. What problem do I solve? You know, you're showing up, you're spreading the word, you're producing the product, the course, the ideas. What problem is this solving? It's not just all about, look at this product. It's so amazing. And this is what it does. And what problem are you solving? And then what result do you want that to give? What result do you want to receive? What result do you want your people to have because of the problem that you're solving? It's all about who you are, their problem, and the payoff that they want. And in focusing on those things, you're going to keep it simple, drama-free, direct, open-handed, and all of the things that we're about here at Gracefield and Graceful. My goal is to el eliminate the feeling of burnout, frazzledness, stress, the idea of hustle, and come to you, those people that are listening, the listeners, with grace and open hands and simple ideas and, and give you the truth and love and let you decide what is going to be best for you instead of saying, this is the best and only way to do it. This is my program and this is the blah, blah, blah. So what I am calling growth strategies that are taught to us and I believe by my well-meaning people that are created using fear and lack. And they might not even know that they're, they're doing that because so many people are. I want to create something to support you that's from a place of love and a place of knowledge. And this is like a pen. This is it, like the, your prefrontal cortex. Like I always touch my forehead and that people might not know what that is. That's the part that creates um, structure and organization. I knew I had to talk about this today because it's so simple and so true that complexity always fails. And I have one, I, I have, I'm going to close with something in just a minute, but I promise that if you stayed with us that um, I had some fun news. And so 
we actually have a fun, uh, a fun new place that Gracefield and Graceful has been listened to. I want to say hello to Texas. All right, we've got Dallas and Irving. Hello, Chicago, Illinois. Hello, California. We've got Palo Alto, Redwood, um, Menlo Park, Indio Thermal. Hello, Ontario, Canada, Brampton, Ontario. Hello, Sydney, New South Wales. Hello, um, I think, that, did I get everybody? And then Frankfurt. And then um, all, all way, uh, Norway. Hello, Frankfurt, Germany. And hello, Norway. Gan Viking Norway. Hello, hello. We have uh, North America, share to South America, share to Europe, Africa, Asia. And since it's uh, this week, it's National Maine Day, share it somebody in Maine. There has to be somebody out there that knows somebody in Maine. Share it over to Maine and tell them we said hello, hello and welcome to the group. So this is what I want to finish with. And I, I think I know where I got it. I think I went to an event where there was a speaker and I had to leave early because of some reason. And so the next day I saw the lady that was at my table and I said, can I get your notes? I took a picture of it uh, because this is not my handwriting. I have this, it's a piece of paper and it talks about God's voice versus Satan's voice and what, what they sound like. Okay. And so I have this posted uh, in the car uh, behind my seat, my daughter sits behind me when I'm driving. At least once a day, she has to look at this and she's going to see some of it. I mean, she's 11. She's probably not going to read it all, but she's going to see it. It's also posted in her room and her bathroom. It's also posted in the kitchen for everybody because it's not just for 11 year old girls, it's for everybody. So as I was thinking today about complexity always fails and the place from where complexity comes from, I think that you'll you'll find out when I read this to you. And uh, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Um, God's voice stills you. Satan's voice rushes you. God's voice leads you. Satan's voice pushes you. God's voice reassures you. Satan's voice frightens you. God's voice enlightens you. Satan's voice confuses you. God's voice encourages you. Satan's voice discourages you. God's voice comforts you. Satan's voice worries you. God's voice calms you. Satan's voice obsesses you. God's voice convicts you. Satan's voice condemns you. And then it says, God is never early and he's never late. He's always right on time and his plans for you are good. God is a God of love and of order. And if the voice that you're hearing, the ways that you're being taught, doesn't sound like those things, then they are not from him. Putting that out there. I don't know about you, but this is the way I want to build my business. Still led, reassured, enlightened, encouraged, comforted, calm, and convicted. You might not get it from me, but please, if you're learning to run, run an online business, choose somebody that provides that type of a voice. Okay. I am so thankful for you all across this world, and I uh, can't wait to see who you share this podcast with. Connect with me. I would love to hear from you. There's a bunch of different ways in the show notes, and next week is Christmas week, and so um, the goal is to have the live, for those of you on Gracefield and Graceful, I probably won't be doing it Thursday. I'll do it before Thursday. 
so that I can edit it and get the podcast up on Friday, like I always have. Uh, So I think that'll be Christmas Eve when that podcast comes up. I look forward to it. I look forward to a great week. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to seeing who else joins us in this movement. And uh, for now, I'll see you then. Bye, everyone.